nice. <laughs> hey. I, like, I like snacks. We're, we're talking about snacks here on Radio 1 Chicago, uh, 88.7 FM, WLUW Weekend Game here, holding down your Thursday night as we hit uh, – Hit the what is it? The curb or the turn to the the last stretch of the race? It's the seven thirty part of the show. Nice. The home stretch. Thank you, Roy. Oh. Dare I say the headliner? R- rappers are always good for something. They always, you guys always know everything about everything. Uh, but joining us now, friend of the show. It's been two years. Okay. I don't know. I, okay. I can't remember last time you were here with us. I don't know. I have not released. Well, you were here. For you were here a long time. Well, you were here when Roy was here, but you weren't on air with us. But. Well, you know, I'm always a supporter. I always show up for my friends. That, you know, <laughs> let, let me just tell you this: how awesome it is to have support from your partner. My uh, Alex and I, we talked about this earlier this uh, earlier in the show. We did a uh, three and a half hour. Was it three and a half? Yeah, three and a half hours, That's almost four time. hours of playing Christmas music at Lincoln Park Zoo on Tuesday. Yeah. Outdoors. It was super frigid cold. It was crazy. It was amazing. <laughs> and uh, my wife came out uh, with Radioactive. She brought extra uh, extra socks, bought us a hot chocolate. Uh, I mean, She's it's just such the, a keeper. I the, love her. The, the support from your partner is amazing. So you are a great partner supporter. Thank you. So I I, I appreciate that. You know? you know, I I always just wanted to be like the support that I I needed. You know, they're like do unto others. Yeah, you know, I I was raised with values. Yeah. is this really weird thing? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I mean, everybody's not raised that way though. That's true too. Well, we we're talking about that. Sometimes it's just the condition that you grew up in that that disallows you from having those considerations. I mean, that like people have to raise themselves for sure, or people are in that's true. That's factual situations, true. and their values get like all twisted and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, I was raised in a wholesome, you know, family. I, it was a single parent home, but you know, I had like <laughs> values and food on the table and. You know, love. I was loved. Everybody loved me. Yeah. <laughs> I was the baby too, so you know. I, I was reading like a, a old interview you did with like Southside Weekly. Yeah, uh, like, was it two years ago? Two, three Probably. years ago. You know, that was I, the last time I put some stuff out. So. Yeah, and you were, t- and it was interesting. It was like a lot of like you're growing up with your grandmother in Inglewood and yeah, sort of like yeah. talking about poverty in a sense. And I, I didn't really know that much about that uh, before reading that. But that's like a, a real part of your background growing up and what many people here in Chicago deal with a lot on the south and west sides of the city dealing with sort of that day-to-day not knowing what's going to come next that that's like really embedded into who you makes you what makes you you well it's crazy that not knowing what's going to come next is something that's actually new to me because um and this is this may or may not blow your mind but my grandfather was actually the first black person to move into that area you did yeah mention that and right? the white flight uh, right and occurred. so he like drove all the white people out he, they were just like oh we gotta go now you yeah, know what so. i'm saying and so now it's like now it's become this but when i was growing up or actually let's even rewind when my parents were growing up they were playing outside you know they were they could stay outside till the street lights came on nobody mm-hmm. was worried about them they might have gotten like little like fist fights with you know other kids or something here and there but it wasn't right. like anything that you could be concerned of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to me growing up, you know, it's like crack has hit the neighborhood, which is like a major type evolution, you know. Yeah. Oh, crack. You know? 
You can't say that. <laughs> but um, I mean, real. I mean, that's that's super real. Like that stuff was horrible, and you know, it's a big conspiracy. But I couldn't go outside. I didn't have a lot of friends, and I lived in in the house where you know, like we we were like a bubble. You know, like mm-hmm. I wasn't super popular in my neighborhood. I had a couple friends that I like, you know, could let come over to my house, but I wasn't like allowed to go to other people's houses or anything. You right. Know? Like, I I grew up, you know, it was values from the time I was a child. My grandfather told me to save money. You know, <laughs> it's like my I had an allowance. He's like, you better put that in the savings account. <laughs> you know? I'm just like, oh my god. My, my father told me that all the time, like. You get a $2 allowance. Put one away and spend oh the other. Oh, my God. If only we would have listened. You know how far a dollar if went back in 1995? we would have listened. Oh, my God. Oh, shout out to my grandfather who is still alive and just beat cancer twice at that's 95. That's fantastic. Great for him. Right? Crazy. He's like, I'm not ready to leave this earth. No, nah, that's the opposite. He's so mad. He thought he was going to die like 20 years ago. He was going to leave us like some money and stuff. Now he's living off the money. He's just mad. He's like, I'm still here, but, you know, I'm not going to give up without a fight. <laughs> Good for him. He's crazy. Uh, so, as, as I was saying, like uh, it's been a couple years since we last had you on, so a lot has transpired in your career. You're onto this solo act now. Uh, How does it feel? You, uh, we just heard "Sugar," a uh, new record from That's you. That's my favorite song. You know, because I get to talk about, um, I get to talk about my life and where I come from, and like yeah. I talk about me in a personal way, whereas I don't really talk about. Um, the, I don't talk about myself historically. I've talked mm. about political things. Sure. I've talked about things that I find interesting and people that I find interesting, but I've never talked about me. And like, it actually took me six months to make that song, so I hope y'all like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's good though, because you're you're taking your time with the music, and, the, yeah. and I, we've been in communication about like sort of a stop and go, and you know, like the. The process of making music and just sort of the frustration with creating music. So I think that's really cool. That, uh, that, yeah, you know. I mean, I never wanted to be a musician. Like, I'm an accidental musician, you know. Uh, all my friends were musicians and they were just like, we need help with this business stuff. And I was like, all right, I'll help. And then I ended up on the road and people were like, okay, where's your music? And I was like, oh. <laughs> right. I should do that. I'll do that. And then I made music and I think I was so bad at first. I mean, shout out to Mulatto Patriot and all the patience that he had with me cuz he was the first person who recorded me and we just spent hours and hours cuz I hated everything. Yeah. And shout out to um Ignite who I work with now cuz I still spend hours and hours and hours, <laughs> you know, cuz I just want things to be right. Like right. I want to share something that I feel like is special. We're, we're actually going to be talking with Mulatto Patriot next uh, next week on the Hip Hop uh, Project. that's what's up. Tell him oh. I said what's up. He did. He has a new album with Pugs Adams. So, uh, you know, he, 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 uh, they both always work together. But Yeah, I've seen project. that. I mean, the only reason that I know Mulatto Patriot is because of Pugsley. Absolutely. You know, Pugs is like the 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 OG. Is he like it. the sixty degrees of separation of Pugs Adams? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pugs knows everybody. You know what I'm saying? And like, he's been around Pugs. so long. Everybody don't like Pugs. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Pugs wow. is a super controversial. I'll tell you a Pugsy story that I can actually tell on the radio, and he won't be mad at me. But um. You know, Pugsley used to have this group called Nacrobats. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, Pugsley, I don't know if you know, but Nacrobats at one time was, like, a thousand kids in the city of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pugsley, you know, he liked to stunt. 
<laughs> he loved to stunt. And so he had a he had an interview with the Tribune and the Sun Times about Nacrobats because it was this major force in the city and like they needed to talk about it. And in the interview, he announced that Nacrobats was now five members. and he chose these five members and he didn't tell anyone including the five members who found out after reading it (laughs) (laughs) i made it well and then it was just so much hate you know what i'm saying it was just like well why this person well i did more you know what i'm saying so you know i feel like he's like mended all those bridges since then he's just a businessman and you got to understand like he had an opportunity to like create something crazy and he did it and like Nacrobats is still a thing. Exactly. Know? We're talking with Fluffy here on 88.7 FM's Radio 1 Chicago and Weekend Gabe. Hone down your Thursday night. Don't forget to follow us on the socials at Radio 1 Chicago. So being solo, like what is that? Uh, you were in a group with the, the rapper chicks that has subsided and dissolved. Uh, well, you know, part of it. <laughs> and I, don't, I think it's still going. I think it is. I don't make anything. I don't, I don't touch anything that dies. And that's probably like, you know, like I don't have a big ego, but that's like a big ego statement. Yeah. It's just like, I've worked with like people and the, the things that I've given them mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. sustainability. Like they're sustainable things. Like that's what we always focus on with any artist. If you're not worried about sustainability, then like, you're not going to be an artist for very long. Absolutely. So, you so, know, I put plans out in the world and they and they keep going. And it's like uh, they say when you make a decision, right, mm-hmm. and you, um, you choose one way over another, some people say that that other path lives on in an alternate reality. Hmm. You know? So I like to think of it like that. Nice. Sometimes if you get in the same place with those people, you might explode, though. So. <laughs> How would you describe the experience of creating music uh, well, you were you were, but you were always sort of making music on the side. So this is like being solo, quote unquote, isn't like a new thing for you. But but now, like creating a new, like having like I guess like surrounding yourself with new, I so, guess new talent. Check is, it out. My peers, none of my peers ever wanted me to make music. Any of the people that I've ever worked with, no one ever wanted me to make music, right? And so when I made music, it was always this: it's not good enough. You know, like to the point where in Rapper Chick stuff, a lot of it like was ghostwriting. When I quit the Rapper Chicks out, people were like, yeah, your verse was hard. I was like, yeah, I didn't write that verse, though. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a lot of pressure, like, oh, you got to keep up with this person or you got to keep up with that person. Like I just wasn't able to be me and just like say what I wanted to say. Like, you know, like I had everyone around me who had an opinion and had an investment in me. And that Mm -hmm. was that was great in a way. But what happens when people are that like involved in your life, like as any artist will, will know, like, people like fans or anyone who gets involved, sometimes they, like, take an ownership of you that's not, like, you know, it's not natural, you know. It's like, you want me to do these things because you see something for me, like a parent might see for their child. But, you right. know, you still have to live your life and you still have to make those decisions for yourself. Right. And, like, if, you're, if you have friends and family and people who really care about you, hopefully they will support you through, like, you know, if, you, if they see you making a bad decision or a good decision, like, you, you got to, like, ride it out. You can't just be like, ah, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <laughs> well, you definitely don't suck. Thank you. Uh, let's get into another record off, uh, I don't know, is it going to be on an EP? Is it uh, something that's still untitled? Um, it is an EP, and I think it's called Watch Fluffy Go. I put it out 
for this interview. Okay. <laughs> I did. I was supposed to put it out a long time ago. And so it's like, out right now? It's, it's on my SoundCloud right now. So it's going to be in stores pretty soon. I'm going to probably tweak a couple things, a couple okay. more things before I put it on, cool. the, on the Spotify and stuff. But right now it's on SoundCloud. It's called Watch Fluffy Go. And um, the next track is called Goliath. And it's about a lot of the stuff that, like, you know, I went through and, like, um, mm. you know, kind of... Um, Kind of a, a David, you know, David versus Fluffy versus Goliath type of situation. All right. Well, let's listen to Fluffy Go here on Radio <laughs> 1 Chicago, 88.7 FM. Weekend Gabe here holding down your Thursday night. Let's get into Goliath and we'll be right back more with Fluffy. Yo. Hey, welcome back to Radio 1 Chicago. That was Goliath from our in-studio guest, Fluffy, off her new EP that just dropped now while we're on air. Watch Fluffy go. I don't know if that's literally true, but <laughs> it wasn't out this, no, it's it wasn't out this morning. True. No, it wasn't. It's, it's right now, you know. There you go. So. And um, I feel like I changed the name of that song, actually. I think it's called How to Win. I think uh, mm. somebody, I think Roy, Roy French told me to call it How to Win. Portillo. 
<laughs> I need uh, copyright infringement there. You yeah. Know. Um, but uh, no. But you were saying that uh, this is a producer that you met uh, five years ago at South by yeah, Southwest, I'm, and you guys are just now reconnecting. Yeah. So you know, as an artist, you just got to get out there and you got to meet people. You know, and go to art functions. You know but isn't saying? that like, the whole that's point? How you meet artists at art functions? But isn't that the whole point of like a South by Southwest or any of these sort of big Absolutely. networking music festivals, Absolutely. like for artists to meet artists and, yeah. and get still, your stuff out there? or meet someone who can help take your stuff to yeah, the next level? I still super advocate for that. If you, you don't have to go out there and do it in a big way. You really just need to have some place to stay and enough money for food and transportation. Food is key. You know, and be responsible while you're out there. Yeah, food is super key because people go out there and they be like, I got all I need is a ticket. Like, no, you need some money to eat because <laughs> you're going to be down there for four days drinking and it's not going to be pretty if you don't have food. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going you know? to eat off these mixtape sales. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I met I met Ignit at South by Southwest in yeah. like twenty twenty thirteen. He's he's from Chicago, you know what I'm saying? Oh. He's he's a South Side dude as well. Is that is that uh, off putting though? You're like I come all this way. I don't want to nah, meet I don't want to meet Chicago people. I like love this it. Part. I seek out Chicago people in other places because they're happy to see me. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> they're but, like, oh, you're still there. <laughs> you're still working. <laughs> yeah, basically, you know. Exactly. So it's it's like it makes the bond stronger. You know? So did he do all the records on? Uh, he didn't. Um, I have a I have a track from Earn Money. You know, mm. Shout out to Earn Money. Oh yeah, DJ Earn Money. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Um, without Earn Money, I wouldn't have never even like met Roy French. I'm sure. And then um, shout out to Roy. Right. And then um, Drew Mantia, who does a lot of production for like Prob and. Uh, mm. Palmer Squares and all those 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 cats. Super popular. Um, he's cats. yeah he's he's also a very amazingly talented. And then Lord Haiti, who um, is an up and comer, he did all of my interludes, and they are um, uh, my part one of my favorite parts of the project. So how many records did you release as part of this? Uh, um, it's five songs and three interludes, so mm. it's eight tracks. And the interludes, you know, they're they're playable. They're not like things that you're gonna want to listen to one time yeah they're, they're not like you know biggie skits of you know no they're not, they're not skits they're not skits oh, at all interlude. they're just pretty oh okay it's just like a palette cleanser yeah. is what what they are and Inter- interludes are like like for a long time interludes were great and then they got really dumb well, <laughs> so, people I, took I, it too far you know what i'm saying like you trying to like turn your whole album into like a tv show just make it right like yeah like i don't need to laugh you know during your while you're murdering everyone on this Aww. album <laughs> so uh so what's the what's the game plan the the, the project that's now out there out there right now on your soundcloud so it's uh, on my soundcloud right now just kind of you like, just did a show not too long ago right yes, uh, back in uh, well, was it early well, november right absolutely um uh, i did a show at cold at cold Coles, who is um a really, really awesome dude. You know, he's an awesome dude and he has an awesome dive bar and mm-hmm. he supports the arts. So shout out to Cole for everything. He's always supported me and I appreciate him. Right. Um I did a, a show for this project actually. Like I said, I was supposed to put it out a long time ago. Um, right by around the time of the show, I just wasn't happy with a couple of the mixes, so I didn't put it out. I still did the show. We had a great time. A lot mm-hmm. of people came out. Um, we debuted a new concept that we're working on. We, we debuted a new um, karaoke concept. Mm. So we, we did that in conjunction with the show just to kind of like test it out, and that was like an overwhelming response. So 
definitely going to see more of that type of project coming out as well. Some nice. Like, you know, covers and karaoke and, you know, really like bringing the culture. Like, because we all like are really rapping songs in our car and in our shower. And, yeah. you know, we may as well do that together. I, I, uh, we did a, we had an event over the summer and then we had the karaoke, uh, you know, the station. Yeah. Where, you know, has the, it was just, it was, it, we just used, used it for the mic and the speaker. But, yeah. Uh, let me just tell you, I do a fantastic Donnell Jones where I want to be. Oh, snap. It is where amazing. That is my go to. Like, see, I need, we need to add this to the song list just so he could come and do it. I uh, where I want to be, and then uh, for Christmas, <laughs> because we're gonna get uh, you know Christmas Eve is that's when everyone shows up. I'm gonna probably do like Boys to Men. I just haven't decided what record yet. Can you videotape this? Will this be on your Insta? Uh, my I had to find my Where I Want to Be video. My wife has a copy of it, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it's like it's super like I tapped into that zone. I was okay. I was Donald Jones for three I, and a half. I minutes. believe you. You know what I'm saying. Maybe we get you on some backup for some some projects. You know, I I wouldn't turn that down. No, I only work with people that I really like love. So yeah. you know, you're definitely. I don't welcome. know. I don't know if I have the singing capabilities to Who really hold, to really hold a tune. But you know, you uh, never you know, know. Let me tell Rami you. Malek played Freddie Mercury and had no <laughs> no singing talent and pulled there it off. Go. So uh, anything's possible mm-hmm. in the future. The future is now. Uh, exactly. It just brings it full circle. We were having this conversation <laughs> if, if you were with us in the studio, it was a great conversation about uh, robots. And well, I do want to also shout out The Hideout because they are rallying yes. and they are trying to rally the entire city behind indie music and um, against Live Nation and against this TIFF project that is um, being pushed forward. So if you um, can get in touch with anyone in the city that has has any pool then please use your pool to get them to delay the tips and not only save the hideout save us all because like basically if live nation takes over our city scene then like you won't see people like me performing like they're gonna basically be trying to run people like cole out of business you know exactly they're like the walmart of the music yes yes Uh, that's what they are all right well go check that out if you can uh So where are you next going to pop up at? Do you have a, a next date? Or are you just laying low and then you're going to plan out? I am in the middle of planning a series. So mm. I can't talk about the series yet, but um, okay. it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be fun. And, you know, we'll promote it and you'll see posters and flyers and stickers and all the good fun stuff that you really need to get excited about this series. <laughs> free stuff is definitely what people would like to hear. Yeah. I like free stuff too. Everyone loves free stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Fluffy is so great for you to come back in and hang out with us. Thank you for having me. What's the last record you want to go out with? Well, this um, this last song is called Free Love. There you go. Which is ironic because nothing, love is not free. You have to buy Burger King, Super Meals. It's just, never mind. All love matters. <laughs> Factoid. All right. That's our time here on Radio 1 Chicago. We'll be back next Thursday for the. December, end of the year, monthly hip-hop cypher. Uh, we're going to have a Kochi Soul Star um, joining us. Nice. You know, <laughs> Do you, you want to come back, Roy? You can't swear, though. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that... <laughs> Fact. Uh, so we're going to be doing that next uh, next Thursday night. So DJ MH Tita from Urban Grind TV, he's going to be back with us. The whole crew is going to be back next Thursday as we wind down the end of the year. So joining us then, the Hip Hop Project is due up next, but I see no DJs getting ready. So that's really interesting. Jesse's here, but it's not the whole crew. 
Uh, Tell so, us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm saying. Uh, but it's all good. Thank you again, Fluffy, coming in. Uh, thanks, Chicago. All right. Let's get into uh, Free Love right here on 88.7 FM, WAWC next Thursday.